Welcome to In Pursuit with Marcus Moki. We are on a series called Agape. Invite your friends, your family members, your colleagues to join us. Don't forget to follow us and also click that notification so that you don't miss any episode that we're gonna be having for you. Let's get it. Let's go. We are continuing with our Gabi series uh, titled Church Pain. Are we going to begin with the word Galatians chapter 5 verse 13 to 15? For you have been called to live in freedom, my brothers and sisters, but don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. For the whole law can be summoned up this one command. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. But if you are always beating and devouring one another, watch out. Be aware of destroying one another. Mm. So it is important that we are not ignorant of our heads, rejection, insecurities, and our deep past wound. Many believers have been ahead in churches and have experienced pain that overwhelmed their soul and heart and spirit. Because they open up to an environment expecting a safe place to belong to, as all who want to receive just Christ do. Thinking everyone, everyone we find in the house of the Lord has no issue, and they are holy and satisfied beyond perfection. Don't get me wrong, we are satisfied and washed by the blood of Jesus Christ. We are forgiven, redeemed by, by, the, he, by, by, by the healing blood of Jesus Christ. But healing sometimes can take process of, of the renewing of the mind and the spirit. Especially if you're dealing with people who are not willing to change, but comes to church every day. Come to church every day. What's my point here? My point is we all are ahead. In some way or another, we all need Christ's healing daily because only in him can we be able to love again. After we have been spiritually broken, because God wants us to to have to God wants to have fellowship with us, not the building. God wants us to have a fellowship with us, not the building. So we need to stop blaming people, but understand that sometimes people have different ways of asking for help, especially in the house of the Lord. So we are to pray for compassion in our hearts to extend grace. It's not going to be easily. But we must not be easily offended, especially if you've been in the body of Christ for a long period of time. You must develop a heart of love and a tough skin, but not compromising your faith in Christ. Values purpose by being in an unhealthy relationship because of fear of living, of living any church that you may be in. Because God wants you to have healthy relationship in the body of Christ. That's one thing that God wants us to have. I sometimes feel sorry. For those who are new in the body of Christ. Because they get into churches where believers have uh, uh, get to churches where believers have accepted accepted to to walk in pain and they cover they cover their wounds with their lifestyles and fancy materials, but deep inside their their heart they are broken and they need healing. But their pride has blinded them to act like they have everything in control. To the point that the people, to the point that 
the people in the body of Christ or in the church are no longer transparent to one another. We no longer pray for one another. We no longer check one another. There's so much gossip in the body of Christ. We, we, we have lost the importance of, of gathering as saints. It's painful. We can pray for a new car, but we don't pray for God to heal us so that we may enjoy our new cars or our new possessions that God has blessed us with. Or the people that God has given us to enjoy these blessings with. Because it's not the new car that God is not the new car that is going to give you a permanent joy. It's, it's, it's Jesus Christ, our Lord, who's going to give you a permanent joy and peace. And in him, you are going to be able to, to move, to live and have your being. When you look at Isaiah uh, 26, verse 3, it says, You, Lord, give true peace. Listen to the true peace to those who depend on you because they trust in you. So we need to learn to be able to ask God for true peace. We need to be transparent to God and say, God, heal us. Let us be like you. Let us be like Christ. We can no longer go around pretending in the body of Christ. That's how, you, 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 that's how we can no longer represent Christ in outside of the world. We, we meet, but within us, we don't really, we don't really um, become transparent to one another. So God did not create you or me for us to go to church. He created us to be the church. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that gathering of believers is not uh, is not significant. It is very significant. That's why uh, we cannot let the enemy rob us of the blessings of worshiping God. So when we meet and we worship in God, that is our blessing that God has given us. The apostle, the apostle Paul says in Hebrews chapter 10 verse 25 says, And let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now the day of, of his returning is drawing near. I want you to get those words. Encourage one another. Are we encouraging one another? This lately, people are not encouraging one another. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I'm, I'm, I'm perfect in terms of doing that. But we need to go back in that um, culture whereby we encourage one another. We check one another. We know one another's burdens. We carry, we, we carry one another's burden. So, we can, go to, so we, we can go to church because we need to um, 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 feel accepted. Or we can go to church knowing that we are there to do what, to relearn how to live again. So church is a school, a place for you to finally know God's in your life coming back in the identity of who you really are in Christ Jesus. You were created to dominate the earth. If you created, if he created you and commanded you to dominate the earth, God also is aware that you, that, that, that he's aware that you can do it. So God has given us the power to be able to walk in love. And he's our, he, 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 when he has commanded us to walk in love, he knows that we are able to walk in love. But it will need us to start by realizing that the love that God wants us to walk in is within us. So as we walk in the journey of fellowshipping with others in the house of the Lord, we are called to be holy, not merely happy, but to be holy as he is. And what a disappointing statement of thinking. When we come into the church, we finally are going to be happy. We are not going to be happy. And it's one of the things that we need to be able to learn. It will help us to overcome church pain. 
I was ignorant of the fact that more than anything that church is going to trip me off of my self-centeredness. So now I've realized and I'm growing and I know that for me to be able to become what God wants to, to be, to become what God wants me to be, I need to realize that God is going to send people to sharpen my, 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 my character. Those people can be bad, can be good inside the house of the Lord. So one needs to know that so that you can be able to treat them with an attitude knowing that this person, he needs help and he's calling out for help. I'm not going to let them hurt me or let them um, break me because I know that I am standing in the right place with God. So many people are hurt and disappointed because they do not understand that the church is where our characters are tested and tried. Church is where who you are will be exposed. It is a place where the death of selfishness is laid bare for all to see. It is a place where we are, we are put in the flame fire and go through the plugging like gold. I don't know who I am talking to, but I feel like the Holy Spirit is speaking to me. Church is a place for learning to love. It is the school for learning to sacrifice. It is the university for learning unselfishness. That's where you realize, hey, I thought I was generous. Mm, I lied to myself. When we read John chapter 3, um, verse 16, it reminds us of the power of sacrifice. It says, for this how, for this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son. So that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. So we see the picture of being a believer that we must live as he is. Which means we must learn how to sacrifice. We must know that our unconditional love is going to be tested. The Bible tells us that love is patient, love is kind, love is uh, long-suffering. We, we need to know that as believers. For us to avoid church pain. Or for us to overcome church pain. You cannot sacrifice without loving. When you love, you are able to sacrifice. If you are not sacrificing anything for your circle or anyone God called you to be a provision for, it may, it may be your time in listening, money. You really are not working in the generosity that God called you to work in. Because as a believer and you're in the house of the Lord, you are called to, to sacrifice. You're going to sacrifice your tithe, you're going to sacrifice your offering, you're going to sacrifice your time. You are called to you are called to sacrifice. So the church environment is it is the lifelong course of becoming like Christ. Being a believer in the kingdom of God is not for those who refuse to surrender their lives to Jesus Christ. Because unless the Lord builds our lives and establish our peoples, we are we we we, we all labor in vain we all labor in vain unless god builds the building we labor in vain so being born requires being born again requires that that total surrender to god because that is where we become more like christ that's where we learn unconditional love what it means to forgive day in day out that is where we learn to bear the fruit of the holy spirit joy peace kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness self-control patient perseverance and long-suffering galatians chapter 5 verse 22 23 that's where we see the manifestation of the holy spirit manifest in us so this way this way our character and christianity will be tried and tested 
you will surely go through the fire to root out every attitude which is not Christ-like. When we don't have perspective of the challenges we go through in, in being believers in Christ, uh, we may end up jumping out of the fire before the purifying process is over. Sometimes we jump into the next church thinking the grass is greener there. Tell me about it. I have been there, done that. Uh, but I thank God that he's restoring me and he's working in my heart. Uh, and because we jumped out of the purifying fire, we come into the relationship undone. And the purifying process starts all over again because the church environment is not meant to make you happy. Remember, it is meant to make you holy. So we can never run away from church pain, but we are commanded to overcome church pain through the love of God that he has given us. Um, when we grow in our knowledge of the wisdom and the prosperity of God's love for us, our minds and spirit develop a restful faith of his power and grace. I need to repeat, oh, can I repeat that? When we grow in our knowledge of the wisdom and prosperity of God's love for us, our minds and spirit develop a restful faith of his power and grace. We begin to recognize that we really, really will make that, we begin to recognize that he, sorry, will, 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 will make all things work together for our good. Um, that his purpose will be uh, established in us. You know, when we, we, we get at the, when we grow in the knowledge of his love, we are able to love others as he loves us. You know, his, his agape love is manifested in us effortlessly. So, so when we look at uh, Romans chapter 8, verse 38, uh, 39, I love the scriptures. You know, it, it shows you the commitment and the significance that God has for you in terms of loving you. It says, For I am convinced, Paul says, that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the, the future, nor any power. Verse 39, neither height nor death nor anything else in all creation. Hear what the Lord is saying in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing can ever separate you from the love of God. No change pain, no any other thing. So we need to learn how to accept and heal. God wants us to heal. So when we read Romans 8, uh, when we just go up, verse 28 says, We know that in all things God works for the good to those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. You know, God is going to always make all things work together for your good. You know, he's going to do that. It's gonna do that. So when we read Second Corinthians chapter five, verse eighteen to nineteen, I love the scripture. It says, "And all this is a gift from God, who brought us back to Himself through Christ." You know, um, God bring making all this, uh, God making all things to work together for the good, for our good. It is a gift, you know, and God has given us this task of reconciling people to Him. So you have been given a task to reconcile uh, people to Him. For God was in Christ and reconciling the world to him, himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. He gave us his wonderful message of reconciliation. So every time when you experience church pain, you must understand that God is in the business of healing you at the end of the day. And he's in the business of refining you and making you grow. So you must not let any church pain, you must not let anything stop you from worshiping God. Isaiah 53 verse 5 says, And by his stripes we are healed. So you must understand that by his stripes you are healed. So you cannot let any bitterness, any unforgiveness rule your heart. 
because you're going to be a person, I'm telling you, whereby you go to church and people are getting blessed and you're not getting blessed. Why? Because you have not resolved the issues of your heart. So the ultimate plan for God is not divine healing, but divine health. God wants you to have divine health. Divine health is your birthright in Christ Jesus. So do not let anyone take that away. Receive it so that you may be well, so you don't let church pain affect your destiny and your blessing. So God is calling back all his prodigal sons and daughters back to his house of fellowship. He is saying, I know you had and you are disappointed, but I still love you and want to have a holy relationship with you. Come back to my altar of mercy and grace because my faithful love for you endures forever. That's what God is saying. God is calling you back. All his protocol sons and daughters who have been broken through um, um, through um, 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 going to churches that were not healthy for them or going to churches that were not ready for them. God is saying, hey, I still want to fellowship with you. I still have a home. I'm still creating a home for you. You know, I love you and I care about you. Let us pray. Let us pray. Father, thank you that your love endures forever. Thank you for making all things work together for our good, our insecurities, our pain. Help us to walk in grace and peace. Teach us to walk. Teach us to walk in love as you do. Teach us to love as you do by the power of the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. I hope you are blessed by this message. If you are blessed, please share with family members, share with your friends, and let them know that God still has a plan for them, the plan to prosper them and not to harm them. They must never stop fellowshipping and worshipping God because of church pain. Love you guys.